Hey, cabin lovers, welcome to season two of the My Dream Log Cabin podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland, and this episode is brought to you by Caribou Creek Custom Log Home Builders, where passion, artisanship, and experience come together to give you your dream log home. All right, let's always start off with a quick project update here at Caribou Creek. Most of the team is been or has been in Wyoming off and on. We have a big project there. We've been sending guys to reset. That's what we call that, the reset service. When we send a crew out to restack our project, it is by far one of our most favorite parts of the job. Of course, we get to go see our work get put up in the beautiful place it's going to be. It's fun for the guys to go. Um, they get a chance to check out new places. Most of the time they drive if it's close and sometimes we fly them out there, but it's definitely a service that we enjoy. I know even our founder, David, loves to get out there on reset and help get the guys going and keep things on track. And of course, it's always fun for the customer. That's got to be by far the most fun, I think, for David. I'm, I'm kind of speaking for him a little bit here, but I've seen the glow in his eyes when he talks about uh, customers getting to watch their project and how the neighbors kind of come out and be like, oh my goodness, that wasn't there two days ago and now there's a whole house there, you know. So it is just such an exciting time for our clients when we get the chance to go out and reset. So even though it's quiet here in, you know, at the shop here in Idaho, <laughs> it's still fun times because we know that that is going on. And of course, then we get fun pictures. So be on the lookout for that coming soon on our Instagram, which you can follow us at instagram.com forward slash caribou creek. All right. Friends, why do we fall in love with log cabins? It's because of the natural beauty of the wood grain, the rustic earthiness, and of course, the cozy vibes, right? (laughs) So why on earth do you think somebody would consider painting a log cabin? Well, we wonder that too, (laughs) but it's actually a question that we get asked in all innocence, of course. You know, I'll never forget the day that I asked our GM, Darren, He was a GM at the time. I was like, what do we paint the logs with? I asked. I must have had a customer on the phone or something and I was still learning. I mean, when I say in the beginning, it was probably like my second day. (laughs) I was very inquisitive. In my mind at the time, though, paint and stain was all the same. But the truth is there are some major differences and significant side effects to painting logs. So by the way, this is a great tip for you because a lot of times, as I've mentioned before, people who intend to build sometimes end up buying. So if you're out there shopping and you come across a log home that has been painted, run away, my friend. Do not buy that home. (laughs) That is not going to be one you want to be stuck with, I assure you. But let's talk about why that is. So I mean, on one hand, it makes sense, right? When we think about painting logs, I I mean, for me, I think about a farmer painting a a fence. Farmers have been painting their wooden fences for years. So why not paint a log home? And we also might think that that paint, you know, is probably going to protect the logs and really give them a good coating to keep the moisture out. The truth is, though, that painting exterior log walls will result in trapped moisture, which causes rot. So think about that farmer's fence for a moment, and as the elements break down the paint, what happens? It flakes off, right? Well, when the paint is on a log house, it is sure to develop a crack or a gap somewhere that's not going to get noticed, and moisture can build up inside that, and voila, you have yourself a rot spot. 
But additionally, logs retain a certain level of moisture anyway, right? And so that moisture can get trapped by the paint and cause even more devastation than just one little crack or gap in the paint. So it's definitely not a good idea to paint logs. So stain, on the other hand, allows the logs to breathe while still repelling moisture. And this is why stain is more suitable for log homes. Not only that, but they have stains that now are UV resistant. They help uh, protect the logs from sun damage as well. Uh, so just so much ha technology has come across with the stains and the, the products that these companies have manufactured. It's definitely well worth doing a little more research and asking your log home builder what product they recommend. So aesthetically speaking, stain brings out the natural beauty of logs that we are all attracted to. And it comes in a variety of colors. You know, I was talking about the advances in stain. Years ago, you'd get just a few different color options, all generally on the brown scale. Nowadays, you also can get radical colors like reds and grays and even black. So it's definitely not limiting. You might be surprised what color combinations you can find in stain. Now let's talk about some tips that you can uh, help you avoid problems when you finish your cabin, if you're going to end up doing it yourself. So first of all, prepare the logs. So if you're staining a new home, a simple dusting of the logs will be sufficient as long as there's not other things on the logs like bird droppings or something like that. You want to make sure all of that stored stuff is cleared off. But if you are refinishing a previously stained home, then it is a good idea to media blast the logs to remove the old stain, especially if it's showing signs of flaking. So staining over other stain is not necessarily the right thing to do in all situations. One example of a case that it might be okay is if it had oil-based stain put on there. But again, you may not know that. So it might just be better to media blast it anyway. Plus, it kind of gets you a more um, consistent foundation to start with. So pressure washing the logs is not recommended. That is something we would get asked often is, is it okay to pressure wash the logs? In the end, it isn't going to really um, ruin the logs, so to speak. But what can ruin them is if it doesn't get fully dry, that's when the problem can, you know, just moisture and logs, they just don't go together. Okay, so <laughs> just keep that in mind. We, we, we want to keep those logs dry. Dryness is their friend. So choosing the right product is important. This is tip number two. I already mentioned you want to work with your log home supplier to get a recommendation. Uh, we typically recommend Weatherall products. Using higher quality products will ensure that the work lasts longer and it looks better. So you definitely don't want to be doing the job too often and you want it to look good as long as it can, right? So choose high quality products. Don't be chintzy on the products. Number three, not testing the stain on the home. Okay, like just like artificial hair dye is going to look different on different people, right? Different hair pigments are going to absorb that, that hair color differently. Logs do the same thing. Different species of logs is going to stain differently than another. So if you can, here's a tip. If you are building a home and you have this ability, get your log home company to give you a scrap log that you can test stain on. 
Now, if you're refinishing the home, obviously you can't do that. You're going to need to find a little spot where you can do some testing. But in the end, if you're building, that's always something that you can do. We like to do that. We even sometimes will give people some different swatches. We provide them some logs that they can stain or that we will stain for them so that they can really get an idea of what it's going to look like. And then look at that in the sun and in the shade because it's going to affect how it looks as well. All right. So that is tip number three. Tip number four is failing to blend multiple batches. So if you're going to use more than one gallon of finish, and let's face it, if you're staining a house, you're going to use one more than one gallon, then it's recommended that you blend the stains, especially when you're about to transition buckets, okay? Because otherwise you're going to end up with a noticeable line where the old batch meets the new batch. You don't want that. And number five, the weather needs to be right. Applying stain in the wrong conditions is a complete waste of time and resources. A period of dry, non-windy days is a a necessity. And if I'm not mistaken, it should be more than 40 degrees, but a little bit warmer is better. However, you do want to try to apply it in the shade because you don't want it to be uh, drying too quickly. And that severe heat could do that. All right, friends. Well, that wraps up this episode of my Dream Log Cabin podcast. I thank you so much for tuning in. As always, if you found this episode helpful or interesting, please share it with somebody that you know would find it helpful and interesting as well. And don't be shy. Go leave us a review on on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen. Uh, Let us know what you think. We appreciate hearing from you. Until next time, friends. Bye for now.